I'm Erin Lawler-Patterson, the goodness chick. I'm an addictions counselor, motivational speaker, author, and parent coach. Join me on the journey of navigating the joys and pitfalls of life, addressing parenting, giving back, mental health, addiction, and relationships. If it takes a village, then join me as one of those villagers. Villagers wanted. Passion, passion, passion. So that is what today's episode is about. Being passionate. And there's many facets of life that we can be passionate about. I think too often, sometimes we kind of get caught up in the rigmarole of life, obligations, labels, and we become so entrenched in what we think we're supposed to be doing um, and, and our tentacles in a million directions, we lose out on being passionate about something we believe in. And that comes in a lot of different forms. We can be passionate about life. We can be passionate about a particular cause. We can be passionate about our faith. Passion comes in a lot of different forms. Um, my guest today really kind of um, knocked my socks off. Um, her name is Sylvia um, Demeter Lowe. She is a Romanian. She is uh, born and raised in Brashoff. She's a conservation architect. Uh, also, uh, I would kind of throw on the, the fact that she's a very... Uh, she's an activist, very politically um, minded um, for um, the progress in Romania, for um, a, a country that um, is admired in corruption, but has the best interest of um, the people. Uh, and having the opportunity to sit and chat with her uh, was really uh, something I considered a privilege. Um, and it, it allowed me to kind of reassess a little bit what am I passionate about and how important it is to have um, passion within our lives. And, and we can be passionate about a few different things. We can be passionate about, you know, 175 different things, but it's kind of um, finding things that are heavy on our heart, finding things that give us a drive and a mission um, and that push that really in the end not only allows us to make a difference, but it also brings forth um, a sense of purpose, a sense of um, hope, and that we are doing something and not just um, being quiet, not just being still. And when we kind of get in, the, in a plateau state of life, we're just kind of spinning our wheels, uh, I do believe this can play a role in us becoming not only complacent in life, but kind of feeling getting in a state of funkiness. Passion can do great things, whether that's being passionate about finding a cure for cancer, passionate about finding a solution for homelessness, finding the right support for those who have served our country when they come back and finding the right resources. You can be passionate about um, your faith. That's something that I am very passionate about. It gives me hope. It gives me purpose. It gives me direction. and gives me peace. Purpose comes in so many different forms, having that passion. Um, it can move us forward. Uh, it can be tiring, but it can, I believe that these things outweigh that being tired. When we surround ourselves by people who are positively passionate, I'm going to kind of put those two things together. It can do wonderful things. There's people who can be passionate in a toxic form, in a negative form. I'm going to say uh, no on that one. And one of the things I really thought was very cool that Sylvie had touched on, because I'd asked her about um, protests that she was involved in uh, here in Romania and Bucharest. And she, you know, had really corrected me and said it wasn't about being against something, but for advocating for 
progress advocating for um, a country that isn't mired in corruption. And I thought to myself, wow, that's really puts a different spin on things going for something and what a beautiful thing that is. And so I hope when you tune in today, um, not only it's, it's about kind of reigniting that fire, what are we passionate about? But it's also, I, I believe, in, in, in our kind of world tour over the next number of months, um, learning about different cultures, learning about different countries. And, and I would, if I were to ask most people, you know, whether it's Americans or Brits, what's been going on in Romania, say, I have no clue. Uh, it's so neat when we learn from others. And that's kind of this dual focus that I've been taking, not just mental health and addiction, but life, and it all kind of squishes together. Um, learning from each other is a beautiful thing. Um, and there's a lot of political unrest going here that is for the better of the people. So I hope you tune in, listen, and I uh, hope you dig it. All right. So I have Sylvia with me. Um, you are obviously Romanian, Hello. Sylvia. Um, you're an architect. Uh, I really was intrigued and wanted to chat, which we are literally on, we're on top um, of a hotel overlooking an amazing city. And a city that you call home, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, I was born in Brasov. You were born in Brasov. You raised, raised in Brasov. So have you spent your whole life here? Uh, almost. Um, I did a lot of traveling and uh, actually at one point I um, moved to UK and I came back 10 years ago after spending 16 years uh, traveling around the world and living in UK for another 10. Oh wow, okay so you've seen the world. Yes, you've I've literally seen the world. Seen the world. Yes. Uh, what brought you back here, home? Uh, what brought me back? Um, um, <laughs> One of the reasons was a divorce that made me think where I want to uh, live and of course um, losing my family in UK, it meant that uh, the roots brought me back. To, okay, roots to, brought you back. Brought me back to Russia. And also my, um, my passion, uh, my profession being a conservation architect, it's always you want to go and preserve and save uh, the heritage that you know is very close to your heart. Okay, which there is, home. <laughs> and, and here there's yes. so much history and so much yes. to preserve and beauty. Uh, I know in, in recent um, days, there's been a lot of uh, kind of commotion and activity here. Unrest. Uh, and, and unrest within yes. Romania. Yes. Um, can you, you know, for those who are listening, whether in the UK, whether in the United States, describing exactly what this political, people unrest is about and what your hope is uh, that the long-term outcome yes okay considering the Romanian history uh, we um, Romanians tend to say that uh, you know stay out of politics uh, don't get involved we don't care about politics but we got to the stage where you know after, uh, after 20 years of uh, uh, so-called democracy and freedom after the revolution in um, 89 we realized that we now under uh, kind of a, a lot of pressure, you know, there is a lot of frustrations where more and more Romanian wants, uh, they're obliged actually, they need to leave the country. And that's something that it's, it's so sad, mm. you know, it's, um, um, 
the conditions in this country uh, they're getting harder and harder every day and this is mainly due to corruption um, which uh, you know it's actually the way politics function in Romania and if you look historically in Romania you know from uh, the first chronics it seems that here it, there is this sort of um, almost complacement uh, Romanians tend to, to say that kind of the the head that the um, uh, uh, bows is not going to be cut by the sword you mm. know. and this is due also to kind of a geographical position you know we always been at the crossroads and almost like the battlefield of Europe the, yeah. the, the meeting place between the East and the West between so-called the Western civilizations and the barbarians mm -hmm. and we kind of got used to just kind of bowing our heads and mm. um, uh, but in the same time Romanians also have another saying that we compare our attitude with the polenta, you know, the maize right. <laughs> that you boil and it seems to be all kind of all quiet, but suddenly even that explodes, explodes. you know. And I think we go to this point where the polenta is is, uh, is ready to explode. Uh, it's Imagine that, you know, out of a population of um, uh, something that was supposed to be around 21 millions, uh, 4 millions of Romanians live abroad and more and more are considering leaving the country. 4 million? Yes, and we are now considered to be the second uh, country in the world after uh, Syria okay. that has, you know, that uh, have the greatest number of um, 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 uh, people, yeah, people uh, departing. Departing, you know. Okay. And, you know, how can we compare a country like Romania in Europe with a country that is under siege and yeah. in war, yeah. you know? A kind so of the situation it's a kind sort of a quiet war in, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we feel it, and it's it's an economic war that it's um, uh, it's a consequence of the politics corruption in mm -hmm. Romania. You know, too much stealing and too much kind of lying and um, well, and the people suffer for it. Yes, imagine you know uh, the money that should go to hospitals they disappear. Yeah. Uh, the money that's supposed to go to school they disappear. The money that's supposed to go to infrastructure they disappear. You know, mm -hmm. and even European money that come to this country for uh, strategic projects they also disappear due to corruption. You know, it's it's kind of no limits to right. to what's happening. And of course, you see. Um, you know, uh, people are afraid to go to the hospitals because they come out sometimes even sicker. sicker than they went in because of the condition. Then you have the condition in schools, you know, the future of our country, mm -hmm. that uh, the level of kind of education is kind of uh, going... Is it getting worse? Is worse and worse in a very accelerated way. And uh, uh, parents start to think that, you know, um, uh, kind of homeschooling is wow. starts to be, the, you know, the only alternative. and. Yeah, so the situation, I think it's pretty dire under this sort of um, peaceful, quiet, beautiful kind of uh, mm -hmm. environment. It's a breathtaking environment, environment, but with a lot yes. boiling underneath. Boiling underneath, yes. What do you hope to see in the way of change for not only Romania, but I think about your four-year-old daughter? What do you hope for her generation? Uh, what do I hope? I hope that we'll manage to have, um, you know, a culture that is changing towards... Mm -hmm. uh, Kind of more, res uh, more responsible culture, you know, where to ha see more unity. You know, Romanians are not known for unity. I mean, this year we celebrate a hundred years mm -hmm. of unity because in 1918, Romania, as we know it as a country, and with this name, uh, it's celebrating this year a hundred years. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a moment of celebration, but we should be up 
there to the expectation of such a celebration. We should be united. We should, um, um, you know, you're American. I absolutely love the idea. I've discovered that uh, the Iroqi tribe, mm -hmm. uh, they, they, uh, every decision they took for the tribe, they were considering the consequences for the next eight generations. Mm -hmm. This is what I would like to see. That we mm -hmm. take decisions for uh, for at least eight generations from now on, and you know, people today, the people that voted for the P, PSD, P, but the Socialist um, Democratic Party, uh, they, you know, we're talking about an older generation that they are happy that they got a hundred lei, which is equivalent of how should I say something like um, twenty five uh, US, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say fifty US dollars. Yeah. Uh, uh, more for their pension, but they don't realize that that the cost for their grandchildren because now our country is going into debt mm -hmm. every day with millions yeah. and somebody has to pay and it's going to be their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So how can you be happy that you have 50 more US dollars yeah. at the pension, that, but you know that your child is losing all the resources that they are in the country, they're all sold for nothing and they are going to get to pay the debts that mm -hmm. this generation is, uh, is uh, Incurring, you mm -hmm. know, it's something. It's lack of responsibility. It's lack of um, um, uh, taking into account sustainability of caring for the next generation, and mm -hmm. something that it's it's unacceptable. It's not sustainable. It's not acceptable, and we can't continue like this. Mm -hmm. Change needs to happen. And uh, more and more people are leaving the country, and they don't want to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm one of them that, as I said, I lived in UK for so long. I came back. I know how. A, a, how should I say, a democratic country should be run. Of course, there is corruption everywhere. Of mm -hmm. course, there isn't a country where there isn't corruption, but where the level of corruption kills so many people and mm -hmm. makes so many people to want to leave the country, it's... it's, well, it's uh, and driving people out. Driving just people out. It's, it's not yeah, okay. That's it's, not okay. It's not okay, and I think yeah, we got to the point where we are so frustrated, so disappointed, and yes, we look at our children and we want to know that we've done something for yeah. them. Yes, it's mm -hmm. not for us, it's for our ch grandchildren and that future generation yeah. yeah. and I think for you I mean your passion is obvious <laughs> uh, but but it is and yes. I think passion makes change yes. and and coming in uh, you know the other day night we were driving in from out of town and there's people everywhere and it was I my thought was wow you know jumping on Google getting yes. some insight and learning what are they what what, what are people protesting mm -hmm. I, 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 I need to know more about this because yes. I admire what mm -hmm. you are doing because it's not just saying we want change mm -hmm. we're we're marching for change we're giving our voices we want you know you want your daughter and eight generations to have hope and and I know somebody like as a as a tourist um, not that I didn't have any expectations coming to Romania. I just, hey, we're hopping on the plane. We're coming here. Mm -hmm. This has blown every expectation out of the water. I, 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 it is breathtaking. The people are wonderful. Um, we've hit many regions here. Mm -hmm. There's nothing we don't like. Um, yeah. Isn't this unbelievable that we have so many resources, natural resources? So you many. Know, we have anything you can think of, any form of kind of from the sea to the mountains to plains to anything. It's a very rich earth mm -hmm. that we have. Um, we have very rich, um, how is it, under the yeah. ground resources, everything, and still we live like really like a poor country that you know, like we, we live in a desert. And mm -hmm. that's that's unacceptable. Un it's unacceptable. Yeah. So, and what happened in Bucharest? It's also something that really makes us kind of worry 
but worry in a positive way that mm -hmm. enough is enough. I mean, how can you have, you know, um, we, we, have a, we have an amazing turnout with expats coming back to Romania to kind of say we want to come back to a country which is run decently, you know, mm -hmm. and... Um, That's not asking a lot. It's yeah. not asking <laughs> a lot. And that, you know, the, it's a um, very famous Romanian um, graphic, uh, graphic, uh, graphic designer. Graphic designer. You know, it, it was a very good image where you know you have a gendarme and um, a protester with a phone, with a light, you know, kind of hoping for a better life, but just with the light on the phone mm -hmm. and saying, "Stop threatening you with your light." You know, yeah. this was kind of a very good image of what happened mm -hmm. there. A gendarme with all the, you know, with guns and tear gas, and um, a family mm -hmm. with their phones with the light. Yeah. You know? Is this fair? How yeah. Who just want to be heard? Right. Yeah, so um, no, it's it's the polenta has to blow out. The polenta, yeah, the polenta, <laughs> uh, and and hopefully without people being hurt. You see, I'm going to give another quote. I'm not going to say by whom, but I love it. Uh, uh, somebody that we all know, but said, you know, if you're going to ask me to come to a protest against something, I won't come. But if you ask me to come for a protest for, for something, okay. I'll be there. You know, I'm not for violence, I'm not for hate, I'm not for uh, being against. I'm for peace, for uh, unity, for understanding, for, for, you know. So I'm always going to encourage to go somewhere for something good, not against right. something bad. So um, we were there for something good, you know, for thinking for the future of our generation. And nobody there was, uh, except the agitators, mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody was there except them to uh, to incite for violence or hate right. or anything else. And and my hope is your voice will be heard. <laughs> Change I do from the bottom of my heart because I I have been blown away um, at how spectacular this country is and, and corruption gets us nowhere. Um, right. And that the expats will return. Corruption and, and hate and gets us um, you know kind of division harming other people just for the benefits of the few. Right. This is something that is. Not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Keep fighting. <laughs> Keep fighting, girl. But thank you for, for taking your time. Passion is an awesome thing. Sylvia definitely inspired me and encouraged me. And throughout the course of the past month that we've been in Romania, we've kind of crossed paths the number of people who have different types of passions for life. Um, two gentlemen in particular we met about this about a week ago. We were um, about an hour uh, and a half outside of Brashaw and um, stayed in the middle of um, this beautiful stretch of forest, sat, um, had dinner with these two gentlemen who were pretty much um, preservation um, volunteers to fight big corporations when it came to them, people from Germany, Austria, um, the UK, coming in and trying to buy up land to clear forests um, for minimal money because poverty is an issue out here. And these guys are standing on the front lines trying to save essentially um, forests that would otherwise be demolished, um, you know, with, with no intention of replenishing it, just chopping trees down to make some fast cash and moving on to the next village. Uh, and so these guys, this is one of their life missions is to preserve their country. So again, passion comes in so many different forms. And my question I will leave you with is, do you have a passion? 
what is tugging at your heartstrings? Are you waking every day and is it the same kind of routine um, where there's nothing that sparks your interest? There's nothing that kind of gives you that push. And if that's the case, start kicking on what's my passion? What is it that just makes my heart swell and gives me that fire? Because as long as you breathe in, it's never too late to have passion. Um, I encourage you to hop on and subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, pass it on to a friend because the more goodness we keep going out there in a crazy train world, um, the better off we are. Peace, love, and goodness, my friends. If you enjoyed today's show, I encourage you to subscribe to Goodness Chicks Podcast and pass it along to your friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a great day.